You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 57. It's a beautiful uh, September day. In all of our respective areas. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Is, is that a family of ducks behind you in the shop? It is. I have a family of ducks, and then I also have, uh, there's a huge sea bass population that's they're stocking on. it. With, they're stocking it with fish. I have, you know, you ever seen those videos where they have the tube? They put yeah. the, the, the salmon in the tube and they shoot them. That's what's been happening. They've been shooting salmon into my shop. So they rezoned so the property as, as wetlands. Yeah. <laughs> So I can come down to the kids and we with the kids and we go fishing. That's right. That's <laughs> great. So we're That's we're great. gonna do we're gonna do MIG welding and also fishing classes coming oh, in 2022 so, that's so unique i think you get like a little niche market there dude i think so yeah that. we're really hoping to uh capitalize on this yeah. new this new waterfront property that i've got yeah. here just just take the life vest off and let's get going right with your flood so how'd you make out i made out honestly i did great you know, I'm, I feel as good as you dude, could have done. You got your money's worth out of the pump. Listen, listen, I, I, I saw what happened to other people. Uh, yeah. I was upset. Listen, that night, there's no question. I have a video that I'm gonna post on my Instagram with like a little story of like my just like sheer desperation. I'm standing outside in knee deep water, and I'm by myself, and I literally just like scream as loud as I could, oh and I'm God. holding my generator from falling over into the sure water because I can't that? put it on anything. It was just like it was like you ever been you ever been moving something heavy and you get in a position where you can't yeah. hold it but you don't want to drop it and you don't know what to do and you have that moment of like holy fuck like I I don't have the strength to like lean it back over you know like I feel like it's happened before to me so but I had that moment and I was so like just mentally fucking shot. And I called Macklin. Macklin was Macklin had to go deal with something else, so he couldn't help me. He normally would be here with me. So like he, he couldn't was at, help he me. He was at home watching Instagram having right? a good laugh for himself. Right? <laughs> like I didn't know who to call. And at the and like I, I wasn't thinking clearly. Like there was four other people that I could have called in that moment. 
and I just I couldn't even collect my thoughts as to like who to help me with this. Plus, anybody that came to help me had to walk through two feet of water to oh, get yeah. to me. You know, like I was asking somebody a lot for them to come out and do anything. So how stupid do you sound now looking back when you bought that pump saying like it's not gonna rain now that I own this pump? Remember dude, when we're talking right. like yep. this was a waste of money. Uh, I'm Listen, never gonna use this thing. It just it, it's, it well, was, just wait. I bought another pump. Well, oh, excuse God. me. I pre-ordered another pump because you can't get anything here. You can't get any anything for yeah. water removal uh, here. And I feel terrible, dude. So many people I know <laughs> lost their houses. Yeah. One of Angela's friends, they have a one-year-old baby. They had a basement apartment. They lost the whole oh apartment, everything. Yeah. They lost That's the terrible. baby's clothes, the crib, the f- everything. And, um, you know, other makers that we know yeah. lost I know. everything. It just, it, I, I know. Mean, it's no joke. It's, it's, I, I tell you, that video that we had shared um, with that kid in the, the basement. Apartment, yeah, he ended oh. up living. The family he did. lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the news the other night. And, oh. the, you know, we if anybody had seen it, there was a kid kind of tiptoeing through the water in his basement, and um, the basement wall gave out, and the basement filled up with water instantly, and the kid so kept screaming. It was just horrific hearing him scream. It was like somebody's last breaths before they died. But, yeah, he ended up living. His family was there, too. Was, or I don't know if it was his family or a couple other people, but they all yeah. lived and everything. It was just... And, you know, because you sit back and you look at, hear this stuff, and you're like, how does somebody drown in their apartment? Yep. And then you see that, and yeah, you're like, that's exactly oh, how. my God. But back down to your horrific scream with um, when you can't go any further. When I was building a house, I was about 18, and uh, a couple of us, bunch of hados, we were roofing the house. So we bring up, like, a bundle of shingles at the time. So then somebody had the bright idea to bring up two. So, of course, I had to try to bring up three bundles of shingles. I got halfway up that ladder. You're three inches shorter now? Oh, my God. I couldn't go up, and I couldn't go down. And the guy that we're building the house is standing right there. He goes, what are you going to do? And I dumped him. Yeah. First, I almost knocked over the ladder because they all hit the ladder. But about 75% of them got destroyed. You know, because they hit the ladder, they got torn, they got folded over, and it was like a lesson not to, well, it took me a couple more years to learn that lesson, not to be a a hard-on, but it just was like, (laughs) oh my god, but I thought I was going to die, I was just like halfway up that ladder, I just couldn't push forward anymore, you know? Yeah, you ever do that with bags of cement? I've done it with bags of cement where you've got like 80 pound bags and you're like, oh, I could put one on each shoulder and then you drop one and when you drop a bag of cement, that's it, it's fucking... Yeah. Well, it just goes like, you know, it just oh, explodes, yeah, and yeah. then you've got cement dust everywhere, and you look like an asshole. I tried you to know? pop a, uh, a manhole cover one time without a hook, just my hands, oh, and I tore a ligament great. like oh, in my forearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, another brilliant idea yeah. I had. But, no, but yeah, those floods, it just it's it was just crazy to see, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the sad part is, like they were saying in the news, you know, the biggest hit was down in New Orleans, and now there was like more death and destruction up in New York and Pennsylvania. Yeah, because no one was ready for it. I blame. Yeah, I, I think there was a huge. So I was talking to my friend Eric, um, the one who has that shop in Queens, and I sent you guys a video of their shop. Yeah. Derek's been there. Yeah. You know, they got a foot of water there, wow. and yeah. the day before that, and he almost lost his Avid CNC because there was enough water where his control boxes were like yeah. close enough to the ground wow. that yeah. he was desperately unplugging stuff because he was worried he was going to lose the controllers. Like, had he gotten yeah. another two inches of water, he would have lost yeah. that CNC. Yeah. So the day before the flood, we were talking because he actually came out to my shop. I had to do some welding for him, and um, he was – 
you know, it's 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 always like a big joke with everyone and me, right? Like, oh, well, like, are you getting ready for the flood? So he goes, he goes, Chris, we don't own a single sandbag. Like, kind of laughing at me. Then his shop flooded, mm. and he is totally like was totally humbled by it. He's like, yeah. I had first of all no idea that it could happen and no idea what to do when it did happen he goes literally he goes i was walking through our wood shop with 220 volt extension cords on the floor in the, fully submerged in the water he goes i didn't lift anything up off the ground i didn't do anything mm. nothing yeah and and he's like the only he said the only person that he knew the only person that he knew that had any concerns about this storm was me yeah. so yeah. how does how do how does an entire region hundreds of millions of people have no idea that this is coming like i think it's i think there was a failure on the the emergency officials to warn people that this could happen because like i was ready but nobody else was ready we got dude we got nine and a half inches of rain in my town the most rain in nassau county yeah i think i think a lot of it is well one thing they're saying like the storm drains uh like like what do they call that when they over engineer something is that what they even call it but i guess um, that would be the word but like like a lot of the stuff is for like like two inches an hour and like some yeah, places we're six. getting three inches an hour you know and, and more and Dude, i think nine the inches, other thing nine yeah, inches an hour <laughs> and, and i think another part of it is everything is a storm nowadays like when i was a yeah. kid you would never put on the news and there'd be like a snowstorm when you got six inches of snow. It was mm-hmm. snowing and you got six inches and that was it. Yeah. And I think now just the news is so desperate for people to watch it. Everything's a storm. So when they hear about it, they just tune it out. You yeah. know, and they, but, who, who listens but to But they that didn't shit? cover it like they did the one a week prior where yes. they were like, guys, this is going to be real bad. You guys got to get ready. And then it drizzled. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, one. Yeah, because I think it was just a lot, like, I don't know. I think when you hear a lot of rain, you just think like like honestly. But like I didn't even I didn't hear prep, that. I didn't prep my shop. I we didn't get rain like that. Thank God, because I probably yeah. would have gotten water down here just coming up from groundwater. Because I'm in an old basement mm-hmm. with cracks in the floor and stuff like that. And that's how my other house was. It was like, and I can't imagine getting feet of water in your house. I mean, my other house, I would get it would mist out and I'd get three inches of water, and it was like the water table was so high. And I had everything off the floor, everything ready for it, and nothing ever got ruined. But just to see water physically in your basement just kills you, you know. So I can't imagine seeing, like, your saw floating and stuff like that. Uh, But I just think when you hear, okay, we're going to get wrecked rain, like, unless you get flooded, like you, Chris, I don't think people think about it. Like, I I didn't take any precautions. I had shit, you know, on the floor. Well, not really on the floor, but still, I didn't pick up stuff off the floor, you know. You realize yeah. how dirty a floor is when your basement floods like that. It just, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's, it looks it, like it's, oatmeal. It's just so it's just so crazy, and and like watching watching like that guy. Uh, I don't know him personally, but I've been following him a long time on Instagram. That guy, Tough Knives, yeah. who lives in Pennsylvania, who and and I'll put the post in the 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 thing because there's a GoFundMe for him. He lives next to like a creek, and his garage, literally to the top of his garage yeah. door. Yeah. flooded and was, what's worse is his house is right next to it so like yeah. i think that losing your shop is bad but when you lose your yeah. house oh, and your yeah. family doesn't have a place to live i mean yeah. tools are tools and they're valuable yes but to not have a place to sleep yeah and the problem you know, is it just destroys everything it's not like the water recedes and it's okay like everything yeah. is just ruined it's and not then clean it's like, water 
Yeah, no, Ugh. no, and then it's the aftermath of it. Everything gets moldy. And, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like it dries mm-hmm. out, and everything's fine. The sad part, like you look back, I, I was watching, you know, following along with that kid, and you know he's all bummed out when he had like a foot of water in the shop or yep. two feet. It's like, dude, that dude had no fucking idea what he was going, how his night was going to end. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like he, he has that other like, photo with two feet of water, and he's like, "Wow, yeah. this sucks." Yeah, two feet. He had six and a half feet of water. Yeah, like that's not even conceivable. It, it, yeah, that's it's insane. amazing when you see that. Like it, it just like you look at these creeks and stuff. When we were um, filming the show, where we were up in uh, Wyndham, there was every backyard had a creek going through it, and you look at it and you're like. Wow, that you know that could like probably flood and take over that house. But you look at it and you don't realize how big they get. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, that really couldn't reach the house. But then you see it happen, mm-hmm. and it's like, holy shit, man! It's like it's just crazy what happens. You know, unbelievable the power, the power of water. That video, the video that we talked about just in the beginning uh, of the guy in his basement is probably like, like the scariest video i saw from all the that was. and the screaming yeah. yeah is makes me made me like feel sick the first yeah. time i watched it because yeah. i thought i was listening to someone like drown yeah and i couldn't help but think about like what you know like how many other people could put themselves yeah. in that position because and, and i'll put, I'll put a link to it because i just did find it on youtube um and it's it makes me feel better to know that he didn't drown because yeah. then that yeah. would be like really horrific yeah. but um it puts some perspective into like what you know what happened to some of these people during it. But anyway, I, I did great in it. Honestly, I had two. I had twenty five inches of water outside and less than two inches inside. Those sandbags um, and were the sandbags and the tarps. The tarps, honestly, I think are what saved me. And yeah. that was a last minute thing that I did. Um, and you know, like uh, uh, Thomas came to help me and i know paul you met him at the open house Mm -hmm. he so when i called macklin and macklin was like dude i can't get up there i didn't think to call anyone else he called thomas and said dude could you go help chris so i appreciate both of them from coming out i know neither of them listen to this but um i really do appreciate both of their help and thomas came and was like dude what do we do and at that point there was nothing to do except wait for the rain to slow down and then just pump out the water so at the end of the day i was here from about 10 p.m until 3 a.m and by the time I left, my shop was water free, you know, oh, wow. which okay. considering what everybody else had to deal with, you know, like I was fine. So, um, you know, correct, I'd made correct a, me if I'm wrong. It sounds like you're almost not to enjoy these floods. I think my Instagram followers, yeah. like I said, this is the kind of flood content that people have come to expect, yeah. Yeah. you know? So, yeah. I mean, um, so my character. friend. My friend texted me. He goes, he goes, name a more iconic duo, Chris Zepp and Rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I actually did. So I had been making a YouTube video about preparing my shop for the, the hurricane that we didn't really get, the one that was a week prior. So yeah. I made a, a YouTube video because my, my, my YouTube audience doesn't really know about the floods. Cause I only talk about it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I had made a YouTube video, just like sharing kind of what could happen. I talked about the new pump that I bought and then I made a video showing the sandbags and then during the flood this, so there's all this footage that no one's seen yet. Cause I filmed it with my DJI, 
like firsthand me running down the driveway and seeing like almost three feet of water oh down here. Oh, There's God. so many. Dude, the clip, the footage is unbelievable. If you've ever been in my driveway and seen it on a dry day, to see it with that much water, it that doesn't even seem real, dude. It looks like a movie set. So uh, I'm gonna edit that video. Must watch this and say, "What a fucking asshole this kid is." What'd you say? Your landlord must just watch it and just be like, "What a fucking <laughs> asshole this kid is!" Pumping my building out like this all the yeah. time. Right? He should be paying you, dude. Well, honestly, that the, the, this guy's kind of stance on, and I did talk to like the building manager about it because um, he came down and was like, "Oh, so did you take on water?" And I showed him videos, and he was like. He was like, oh, yeah, he's like, let me send it to the landlord. Because my whole thing is I don't like to make waves with the landlord. You know, like... Pun intended. Yeah, exactly. I don't like to make waves with the landlord. So I'd rather not say anything and just deal with it on my own. Because mm-hmm. he could get, he could do... Let's say he does $20,000 or $10,000 worth of repair down here. Yeah. Who's going to pay for that, really? He's just going to raise my rent. So it's yeah, like, but at some point, it's like it, it yeah, just, you, you I, I got something. I got something we'll, cooking we'll up. I got, time, but, I got yeah. a new. I got a prospect. I have a prospect. A, yeah. a new building prospect. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say you adopted Macklin or something. No, I would adopt Macklin. I would adopt Macklin. Angela and I, when we move, I think Macklin's going to come with us wherever we go. <laughs> like if we move upstate, he's going to be like Willie. That's yeah, 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 that's it. He's gonna be he's gonna be like Willie. He's gonna take care of Stewie and our kids and he'll just live like on the property and you know He'll like just fix your fence and stuff like that. Just yeah. like repair it. Exactly. Nice. Nice. So that's a good deal. anyway. So that's what I've been up to. What have you guys been up to? Um I have been up to pretty much nothing. I mean I've been Great. I've been yeah, no, I just All right uh, guys, so that about yeah. does it for this week's yeah, episode and uh <laughs> No, I've been, um, I don't know what the hell I've been up to. I've been just up to, like, a little bit of uh, cleaning up around here. I tell you, I I finally came to the realization I'm never going to leave my shop anytime soon. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a serious game plan to rent the storage unit and get everything out of here that I don't touch for my shop. And if I do that... I'll have tons of room down here. I really mm-hmm. will. There's another, like another whole part of this basement that people don't see, the hidden part. That you know, there is a you know, there is a lot of room over there. I could put the laser over there and you know, stuff like that. And it would be kind of a pain in the ass to have, you know, my stump some stuff off site. You know, it'd be all like house stuff. I, I still do have some things down here. But like a lot of it's just tools I used to use when I did, you know, construction type work, mm-hmm. like portable table saws, you know you know piles of you know wire and you know electrical tools tile tool you know shit like that that i don't use so i've been trying to just mentally wrap my head around that i've been working on a couple signs um i have um i actually was gonna um reach out to luke smith because i need to have a big 3d sign i'm doing a sign for a guy for um for a gaming place and it's for dungeons and dragons and I'm just having such a hard time with it because he wants it one way and like it's got to be kind of like themed for it and I don't do Dungeons and Dragons so I'm just having a hard time like thinking like what it's supposed to look like and stuff like that but I think we kind of figured something out last night that's going to work but I'm going to need some help with a really big um, 3D cop I'm going to do you know probably something like 3 foot by 3 foot something like that big and um you know, it's going to be something that stands up. So that 
I'm going to be, um, you know, working on that and stuff. But I got to go to the doctor this week and um, get my back checked. So I'll find out if I'm going back to work this week, which, you know, I'm kind of torn on that. You know, one part of me wants to go back. One part could care less if I ever went back. But, you know, but, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing. And I ripped the hole in my arm. So. And you've been nice. smoking some yeah. meats. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did a little meat smoking. You know, a lot of people were interested in that. And it, and it came out good. It came out real good. It was um, it was funny. It was uh, it was like half a brisket when I went to the butcher. They had it sitting there. And my kids were coming home because it was my youngest daughter's birthday. So I said, you know what? I'll smoke a brisket. We'll have nice dinner and everything. Not thinking that my kids were going to come home and the last thing in the world was going to be they were going to hang out with us. We never saw them all weekend. They're leaving yeah. today. But, you know, they came home and just, you know, hung out with their boyfriends or girlfriends and did whatever it was they do. But, um, you know, I smoked the brisket. Me and Christina ate it. And it was good. But um, it was tough. It was just like a half a brisket, so it wasn't as juicy as it could have been. But um, it was um, it was good. It was good. And uh, somebody had reached out, a, a fellow maker that's back out in Chicago that was out in California. Um, we'll put a link to him. He's back making things, uh, buddy Tim Moore. But uh, he had sent me, uh, um, I don't know what you call it, like a temperature control thing that goes on my smoker. So I'm going to try it out today. I can't wait to try it because, like, it's just such a pain in the ass to try to keep something the same temperature. So How does it control the temperature? Or it, does it just it, tell you what it is? Basically, no. It, so I have one that tells you what it is, but then you have to run up and down the stairs dealing with it. This thing is a physical fan that will hook up into the intake and it will blow air in there to keep it, make it hotter, or it will choke all the air off to cool it down. So it's, you know, it has amazing reviews online, and, you know, everybody that has one just loves the thing. So, you know, it, it'll be fun. You know, it, it's funny, you, you, um, you know, when you make stuff, it's like, you know, you think the stuff you make is like the coolest thing, and there's like all these like subcultures of making things like you have people that make stuff with metal people that make stuff with wood it's like you start looking up barbecue oh my god mm -hmm. you got people like talk about people that are into making stuff like these people like their whole lives are just like cooking barbecue or like making like the kettle grills and stuff and it's just funny like just the sickness like how it obsesses people you know like people are up oh, at 3 yeah. 30 in the morning starting like these whole like all day smokes and stuff mm -hmm. and it's just crazy but it's just funny how you know you think like your sickness is like you know you're the only one that's sick like that and then like no matter what it is there's people out there you know like one of my buddies he's into target shooting mm -hmm. and he travels the country like like target shooting and it's like you know they use like these little um like they're not bb guns i think they're like 22s or whatever you know Stuff you the the barrel. yeah 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 kind of like that and it's just crazy but like there's so many people that it's a so Dude, much there's, weird shit. there's so many little like niche hobbies it's, yeah it's funny that's why like i think i've i've talked to people like more like people far out of my generation about how great of a thing instagram is uh -huh. not for like there's there's things that are bad about it but i think that if you have a weird hobby like anything what it is you could be a an antique key collector if you go on Instagram and you type in the hashtag antique key, there's somebody. you could probably find 20,000 other people that care about it versus back when you used to have to go on like a forum and try to find like a group. 
You know, like I feel like Instagram can connect people with so many weird, other well, weirdos. Well, that's like uh, Chris Burton, A Glimpse Inside, who's mm-hmm. been doing phenomenal, by the way. And if you have any, nobody follows him, you should check him out. But he got into it. I think his wife was into making before he was. And I was like, oh, what'd she make? He's like, oh, she collects antique paper. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? But like old documents and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, she, um, it, hers is, um, I can't remember the name. It's like some, I have it. It's like Fox or something. I can't think of it. I'll find it on my thing. But I sent her, like, some old documents in one of our basements in one of our buildings. We had um, stock certificates, like old cancel ones from, like, mm-hmm. the 1800s and, like, 1901 and stuff like that in pristine condition. And it yeah. was like, and, you know, she had as a pretty good side business, I, I believe, just like selling that type stuff, you know, yeah. and it's, it's unbelievable the stuff that the people do, you know, and, and um, it, it is, it's funny, you, like you said, you go on Instagram and there's like so many different things people are up to, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. it's just crazy, you know. Yeah, I don't know, there's, there's, there's something for everybody. Mm. that's for sure and i feel like there's never been a better time for all the everybody's to get together you know like you had a hat you have to i mean i have to imagine you know obviously years ago right like that was it you had like a forum or a chat room and even before that it was like you know advertising at like the gas station the newsletter Yeah. yeah I mean, like, I imagine, like, I think about these guys that do, like, the hit-miss engine shows and stuff Dude, that are, like, 80 years old. I, like, they've been doing these for 40 years together, I, you know? I was waiting for you to finish your thought, and I was going to say, 20 years ago, I went to a wedding in the middle of nowhere in Vermont, and there was, I don't want to say thousands, but definitely hundreds a th- or a thousand people for an old steam engine thing. Mm-hmm. All old-timers in their 80s, and want, the Instagram wasn't around then, you know, um... Facebook, I don't know if might have been, no, it wasn't, but it was like, how the hell did these guys know about it? But they knew about it, and they were all there, you know, and the, the word got out somehow, you know. Mm. But it was just funny. They were, there was tons and tons of people, you know, but uh, it is. It's funny how everybody finds their own little group, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. When, I, when I was in uh, Vermont a couple of weeks ago, there was a... Uh, a little hit miss engine steam engine show at that uh the Queechy Gorge. That's where it was. That's yep. the one I was at. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 And we had got there sort of just at the end of it. I didn't know it was even like happening. Yeah. But um yeah, so they funny. were still you know, you could yeah. they, they they were still running in like the background. There was like yeah. the out the guys that were kinda hanging hanging late, just yeah. letting it go. So Yeah, those motherfuckers were there twenty years ago too. It's yeah, the we, same guys. Yeah, I'm we sure. went yeah, we went up to a wedding in uh like Middlebury or something, I think it mm-hmm. was, or some, yeah, I think it was Middlebury. But it's funny, I was at Queechy. I won't tell the story. I'll tell it in the after show. In the I after show, thousand dollars to hear it, but the it's um, the uh, shit. What I was gonna say, I was gonna say something about Queechy Gorge. Oh, the blacksmith shop. Remember when we went up there all together, and there was a little blacksmith shop up there yeah. that was closed. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. open when I was uh, there. Oh, really? And that's yeah. actually the third time I've been there, and the first time it was ever open, and um. Yeah. You know, it was like it was pretty cool. There was like a college kid in there, like making bottle openers and stuff. And yeah. they had, you know, they had. I guess there's a blacksmith that runs it full time, and then he's got apprentices. So they they've got the blacksmiths like hooks, and then they have the apprentices hooks for five dollars cheaper and uh, like a bin like right next to it. Yeah. But it was a cool little shop. They had a big blue hammer. Yeah. You know, and a couple other little things, and they were using propane forge, and you know, 
kids seem nice enough. I kind of just walked around and looked at fireplace pokers and shit. That's cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's cool to see it, you know, and, like, to see the kid actually was, like, making stuff. I mean, he, he like, he could have – he didn't look like he would have done any of that stuff. You know, he had, like, sweatpants on, yeah. you know, and he was, like, making a little – like, making a coat hook. But I was like, all right, I mean, it's cool to see, like, a 17-year-old kid yeah. actually doing anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is amazing. It's it's funny, but um, yeah, they get a lot of good stuff up there like that. You know, yeah, it's cool to see. But it's like, look at people like like Andrew Alexander with the with the vices and the mm-hmm. you know anvils. It's like, you know, who would have thought? Like, and it's funny. I remember when he started coming around. You know, he was just always like laughing at Jimmy, like how Jimmy was like so into Instagram and mm-hmm. people reaching out to him. And now it's like you go on Andrew's post and he's like messaging everybody. He yep. loves it, you know. Oh yeah, and because he he realizes, and it's funny. I was just talking to one of Samantha's, my my oldest daughter, um, her one of her friends. She reached out to me. She's like, "Oh, I'm a huge fan. I love what you do," and she has a um, Instagram page where she posts like healthy food um, mm-hmm. things she makes. And she does a really good job about it. And yeah, I was just telling her, she's like, you know, you know. Um, should I share about it, like, on stories and stuff? I was like, oh, you're a young girl. You might want to be careful. But I was like, you know, I've met so I've met online so many nice people that I wouldn't know if I walked into them, mm-hmm. you know, like, that I talk to regularly and stuff like that. It is kind of such a crazy, you know, thing, you know, it bringing everybody together like that, yeah. you know. But it's, um, for me, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I love it. You know, it's been so. great for all of us. It's funny. Andrew told the story and you may have heard it about like how he got his Instagram. His wife made it for him because mm-hmm. she, he didn't know what Instagram was. And that's how yeah. it got the name. She just made it blacksmith tools. Yeah. That's funny. What do you got? A train coming by? Yeah. My air compressor just turned on. Uh, oh, I mean, we have a train um, coming by the sightseeing. I must have a pond. leak. I must have a leak. My, I never hear that air compressor turn on. All air um, compressors leak, you know that. I know it's actually somebody once told me it's better if they leak because it keeps the it'll it keeps the motor cycling like yeah. more regularly. Oh. Like it's good for them to have a pin oh. like a pinhole. I'll, I'll tell oh. my neighbors that when I forget to shut mine off and it yeah. comes on at three in the morning. Outside. Is it loud? Is it loud? Can you guys hear it really loud? I can barely. No, it's hear not it. too bad. I mean, it'll not shut bad. off in a second. Um, it's fine. No, it's fine. I bought. I got a little. Uh, I got a nice little air dryer yesterday in my machine shop. Oh, that's out. cool. Nice. Like a like a small one though. I don't know if it's gonna have the 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 CF CFH CFM. Yeah, I don't fucking. Whatever CF. I don't know if it's gonna put enough air through it to like run my plasma unit because that's why yeah. that's what I bought it for. But yeah. if not, I'll just put it in a pile with the rest of my shit and uh, it'll <laughs> stay there forever. How's the forklift pursuit? <laughs> oh, you sick bastard! Dude, I the forklift it. pursuit. It was going well, and then. It, it slowed down for some reason like five popped up on marketplace within like two weeks with like yeah. pneumatic tires like exactly what i wanted and they were each selling like one day after another they would sell and then there was one for sale that matt and i were going to go look at yesterday but it uh it, it was a thousand dollars it had pneumatic tires but it uh it had a hydraulic something wrong with the hydraulic system and matt was like well why don't we go and look at it and if it's not that bad of a repair you know like we'll just buy it because it still drove yeah. You know, so we could have driven it around to to fix it, and um, by the time we went to message the guy, he had already sold it. So, wow. um, but Matt said something to me yesterday. He said, "Dude, he goes, you should, you should feel lucky you didn't have your forklift." He goes, "Because if you did, you probably would have lost it in that flood." He's like, "Because 
with 25 inches of water, depending on where it was parked, he's yeah. like, you might have lost it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I lost my tamper. You know, that, like, plate tamper I have? Oh. Because um, yeah. that had probably 15 or 16 inches of water up the side of it. Jeez. So I have to take the, take the motor apart and make yeah. sure. Because as long as no water got in through the through the exhaust which it may not have but even still at this point i can't really know for sure so i have to take that whole thing apart otherwise i might have lost that machine at least blow some oil into it that's what matt was saying yeah just and deal with it later you know yeah if you can do that yeah so um anyway so i I hope i didn't lose that machine because that was a kind of a nice thing to have but um you know it just sucks there's there's always gonna be something I, I wanted to mention this now because he's definitely not going to be my pick, but did anybody see Bobby Duke's video? No, he has a new no. video? Yeah, he made a knife. Oh, gotta see and it. And he friggin' um, Surprised that didn't pop up on my One like, of feet. Kyle, Kyle Royer's nice uh-huh. knives he copied. I'm like saying to myself, it's the third knife he's made, right? And I'm looking at it, I go, I wonder how many knife guys like hate him. What did you say? I was like, I wonder how many knife guys hate him. Like, ah. It's like me and Graz were talking about it. It's like, he's like, yeah, this is my third knife I made. It is unbelievable. Like just the, the style of it and the quality of it and everything like that. And the video, you know, of course, it's just over the top funny. But uh, yeah, it just it's such a beautiful, you know, like piece of art he made. You know? A tiny just, one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a tiny yeah. knife. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm like. Looking at a clip of it. Holy shit, it has 330,000 views. Oh, that's not doing too good. That's not doing too good for Bobby. No, because it's been out for a while, because I saw it the other day. In three days. Yeah. Bobby's the best. I hope Bobby's doing well. Yeah. That little hammer. It's been a long time since we've seen Bobby. I won't. Yeah, I know. I, I talk to him. I talk yeah. to him here and there. But, yeah, he's just busy. He's just doing his own thing, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, it's he, he like, you know, without, like, everyone getting together for anything yeah. for two yeah, freaking yeah, years. Yeah, no, he wants to, you know? yeah, yeah. It's weird. But I wanted to give myself a little plug. Some of my artwork is at the Artists and Craftsman's, Craftsman Store and um, Saugus Mass for the month oh. of September. Oh. I'm the featured artist of wow. the month. What stuff yeah. is there? I just have some epoxy signs, some old, like that little um, cedar jewelry box I made. They Burn needed house. a little table to put it on, so I brought the little table that I made with the maple slices to put it on nice. and stuff. And they put your information up and a little bio nice. and stuff. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, are yeah, they going to? Uh, are you going to promote that on your Instagram to send people, tell people to go and check it out? Uh, Come on. I, I, no, not really. Just no. It's like I think it's kind of just local, and people that are local to me kind of know about it. So it's just, um, yeah, you know, they'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny like that. Oh my God, you're funny! Like you there's just, there's no, you don't need to send you. any. You don't need to yeah, send anybody no, there. It's fine. No, no, people will find it on their own. They'll work their way. <laughs> what was I gonna tell you? Guys? There's something. Oh important. my God, I'm sure it wasn't important. What was important? I don't know. There was something I was gonna say, but I can't remember what it was. Must Paul, what have you been doing? A little bit of everything. A little, working on the car a little bit. I took the motor all apart as much as I know how to do um and now it's just kind of like the block and like the, the camshaft and the 
Hold on. You took the motor pad as much as you know how to do. Like, how much knowledge do you have about flathead engines? I have no I mean, knowledge about anything. You know oh, okay. how to take right. bolts out. Right. So you that's just, it. Yeah, so just, so you just randomly took it apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then all that's left is like the the um, crankshaft and like the camshaft and the pistons are in there. Like, I don't want to touch that yet because Louis gonna help me. But like all the other stuff, the heads are off the intake, like the oil pan, like everything. So the truck's like almost completely in pieces like there's only a couple more things i could do to where it's totally each individual piece like is just on its own like um yeah. but you're gonna get like a sandblaster and sandblast it yourself like yeah lots of, like small things like start doing stuff like that yourself i'm gonna get a uh i think it's like 150 pound like pot and then just yeah. rent a tow behind compressor when i need to use it for like because mm. if you rent stuff on friday and use it yeah. all weekend long. It only counts as like a one day rental. Yeah, so yeah. So anytime that's I place need to sandblast something, I'll just do that, um, and just go to United yeah. and, and pick up a tow behind compressor because you need one that's like at least 180 CFM for like a big a big sandblaster. But for yeah. like um, small stuff, where Louis works, they have like a bunch of blast cabinets. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I can take all the small parts there, maybe, and, and blast some of those. Um, I was actually just thinking about getting one of those little like cheap ones from Eastwood too. Yeah, like the they're good ones. to have. Yeah, they're I so think I might they're just so simple. One. I you yeah. know it's it, the they're Serena. Money. Yeah, Ser- yeah, Serena and Eric uh, needed one, and they were like they were sending me all these like ones they were going to buy. They were like three or four thousand dollars, and I was yeah. like, all it is is a box. Yeah, and so I found them one on Facebook Marketplace for like seven hundred bucks, like a huge one, yeah. and you know like. And when we got it, he was like, dude, I bought that one you sent me on Marketplace. And, like, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, I would have been a sucker to spend any more money. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, because and, – and the big thing is, like, making sure it's sealed. But, like, if you buy one, even if you buy a cheap one, if you silicone – like, once you assemble it, a lot of times you have to assemble them. If you silicone them once you build them before you put any media in them, mm-hmm. it, it'll it do all everything you need from it to do. You know, yeah. like – um, and then the, the big, the big consumable that is worth spending money on is the ceramic nozzle. Oh, Those yeah. are what, cause if you buy shitty nozzles, you get like a bad, a bad blast spread. Mm-hmm. That's what's like, that's what tells the difference between a good one and a bad one. But gotcha. what I was going to say was you don't understand how lucky you are to have a United rentals that's like nearby oh and that actually yeah, has stuff. Dude, the, the closest one by me is like in the Bronx oh, my and God. they have like nothing. Um, they, they're so unreliable. They won't tell you what they have like on the yard before you get there. Like it makes really such a one. difference that you're able to like rent a trailer, yeah, rent I a call forklift, up. rent. It's and so they, makes such a difference. They get it ready. You call up. You're like, I need this type of trailer, this type of bobcat, this type of compressor. They have it ready for you when you show up. You pick it up in two seconds. Drive wherever yeah. you need. It's like I don't know why. Mm. I guess there's probably just so many people renting things like in new york like around new york city it's like yeah they, but where do they all get they that just, stuff from like well, there's know. no other rental places around there there's so much Not construction really. always going on that's what, yeah. yeah me we we have a united but we have a another place i go to and it's the Sun same Bell? thing as you paul like if you go no it's like a private one oh. but they have everything and if you rent it you pick it up like six o'clock friday night it doesn't have to be back till like monday morning because they're not yeah. closed they're not open, I mean, on Sunday.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But, um... I don't know. It is useful. He muted? Oh, yeah. He muted himself. Yeah. He must have something important to talk about. He must be talking about us. Going on. What's that? Got big business ventures going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to send the engine out on that thing? Or yeah. Or are you just going to wait? Like, you're going to wait till like, next year? Or are you going to do it, like, sooner rather than no, later? No, I'm going to start doing everything as soon as I can. I got to send the engine yeah. out. It's got to get all cleaned up. Because, like, the, the coolant, like, all the ports for, like, the coolant or the antifreeze mm-hmm. are all, like, rusted because someone must have put water in there. So it's all gunked up. So that needs yeah. to get cleaned out. But, like, the yeah. rest of the motor looks really good. Like, as yeah. far as I can tell, and what Louie told me, he said it looks really clean. Um, yeah. But I got to get How's new heads. How's the frame on it? The frame's great. It's, like, a little bit tweaked. Like, I think I might have to take it to a shop and get straightened. But it's there's no yeah. rot whatsoever. It's like totally solid. Yeah. But I think yeah. something might have happened. Like it almost looks like the right hand side, like the passenger side front wheel, like someone like hit the like right where the wheel is and like pushed because the front axle actually is bent up a little bit. Yeah. Because it goes like this and then goes up yeah. and then out for the wheels and it's like. Yeah tweaked a little bit and then put that part of the frame is tweaked a little bit too so yeah that yeah i mean the thing's old i'm sure it's, it's gone yeah at some point yeah you know. it was an old it must have been some old farm truck like yeah you know in california because yeah. there's a ton of farms in california but yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't that's know exciting. it's going pretty I, well yeah yeah that's what i the one reason I want to get out of here, I want to have a barn or a garage at least to at least yeah. put something like that, a project. Yeah. In, you know, it's fun. It's yeah. Yeah. But you know, I just gotta, I just gotta take my time and, and, you know, get through what I gotta get through here for us, you know, just face reality. And, uh, you know, that'll be down the road sometime, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it, it just, you know, like I'm watching Jimmy like doing that camper build in his barn and stuff, and just to have room like that, yeah, like it room must that's be like covered, unbelievable, like yeah, indoors, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so used I to. I mean, it. especially his too now with heat, like yeah. that whole barn's heated and everything. Oh my god, that's, that's nice. Just so, so nice, you know. I love that barn. I really yeah. just love the way it looks. Yeah, it yeah. That's so why good. when. When we shot the show, like, we thought they were going to shoot it, like, in the other shop and stuff. And they were like, no, this place is just amazing. It just looks amazing. There's so much room. And, you know, it's just, it's so big. You know, it's just, it's, you know, he has a lot of stuff in there and it kind of looks filled up. But it's just, there's just so much room in there. And you can just, you know, you can do so much with it. So, 
It just won't one day. One day. Yeah. You know. So it'll all happen. Hey, Chris is here. I'm back. Chris is back. What's going Welcome on? Welcome back to the handmade podcast. I'm back. Who Talking about that? barns. Nice barns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to get you know, move up to it, you know, to a barn one day, but one day. Yeah, somebody just messaged me and said like, you know, they to have money put aside, they want to, or they have, no, I think they messaged me and said that they have the property to build a barn and they wanted to know if I had done any planning to build one upstate and like how far I had gotten. And, and, uh, so I shared with them like some of the information that I got from some of those building, you know, those building builders out in like great Western buildings and those guys. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I did get a real quote from one of the companies. Um, and now looking back on it with like the, the escalation of materials, it seemed like stupid cheap. And it was like $45,000 for like a 4,000 square foot building um, with pre-cut insulation, which How I thought was like, possible? I, I don't know. Is that like I mean, a building that like if the wind blows, it's going to like fall over? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, like a lot of people put up garages in the Midwest where they get tornadoes out of these buildings. And they get yeah. you know? lifted up into the tornado like the Wizard of Oz. True. But, That's uh, why they build them so know. cheap because they know they're going to get flattened. Right. They're disposable. Yeah, they're, they're disposable like a carport. buildings. They're like a carport. I don't know. Hobba Freight building. Right? (laughs) I just got a listing sent to me from Zillow for a house up in uh, Wyndham, New York. It was basically like a shed somebody made into like a tiny house. Mm -hmm. It was like 150 grand. (laughs) But it was like literally right across the street from uh, that scenic view by the captain's place there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it was was a nice location and everything. It's two acres of land, two or three acres. And they had a small, couple small little outbuildings, but you know, I, you build I a barn dominium. Yeah, yeah, barn dominium well, is the way to go. Well, that—that's what I think I would do. To be honest with you, <clears throat> I, depending on if I sold this house, if I sold this house, I wouldn't. But if I keep this house, that's what I think I'll do. Is I'll build a barn with like a one bedroom, like you know, apartment in it or something in the back or something. Mm-hmm. You know, what more do you need? Yeah. And, and that's it. Just keep this house and rent out both. Uh, both yeah, no. Move no, we've gone through this. Christina doesn't want to leave. Make it, come on, Christina. Not yet. I got to offer a boss, and then, then we'll be fine. Oh, is this being recorded? No, no, we <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're we're. No. Uh, it's we just flip flop back and forth. We'll see what happens. There is a there's a building that me and uh, my my friend are going to try to look at next week locally. Yeah. Um, that would obviously change my plans, yeah. but um, I would be an owner in it, so it'd be a totally different situation, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. You never know. Or I'll move to Florida, and that'll be that. Do not do that. <laughs> oh boy, I'm not moving to Florida. Uh, I'm not moving I, I could imagine swamp. living down there. Yeah, it just dude. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know how people do it. I don't well, know how look at the people it. that make up the state. That's how they do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Now my DMs are going to light up of all the people being like, Pinto's talking shit about Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so what's up What's up next for you guys? What's up next for you, Paul? You're working on the truck. We know that. Working on the truck. Um, Any good projects coming up? Yeah, we got a, those big buildings coming up. Um, so I just actually got the Marvel saw kind of situated and set the rollers into place. There's like a little squeaking noise coming from it when you turn it on. So I don't know if it's a belt or like just a bearing. So 
there's like a bunch of belts and shit. Like it's very complicated in there. Like more than I thought. Oh it would yeah. Be. And so I looked at, like we opened it up and we can't figure out exactly where it's coming from because we just took like ten minutes. Like me and Louie opened it up, but we're gonna try and diagnose the problem and get that running perfect because the thing is literally brand new. It's like the paint is mm. perfect. Like there's not even a scratch on it. So I can't really imagine what like it would be anything like serious because the guy just cut like little tiny pieces of copper with it for a couple years. Yeah, so, you can. Um, there's this stuff called belt conditioner. They sell it at like the uh, auto parts uh, store, and I've used it before. It's like it almost it almost um, moisturizes them. Almost no, no. It smell it smells like spray adhesive, and oh. it's it's for like that's belt kinda, slippage and is, belt yeah. squeaking. It's uh, basically probably just spray adhesive. I, that's but yeah, you that's spray it on the pulleys and the belts, and it, it. I had a table saw that would squeak like crazy when it first spooled up. I need to get and some I blasted of that. some of that shit in there, and it totally resolved it. It actually made the saw run a lot better too, because I was having belts slipping on the uh, pulley. What's it called? Belt, belt conditioner. Be- belt, yeah, okay. belt dressing. I mean, I yeah, think that's dressing, all it is. Yeah. That's what we've used. I was up Jimmy said that's what we were using. Just yeah. Spray adhesive. I also heard before too, you can put toothpaste on it. Interesting. Really? Yeah, tooth. Huh. I don't know if it like smooths it out or something. I don't know, but. I hope it's just a belt. Paul, you should do a video about the Marvel saw just to like I show should. everything it can do. Because it's, I feel like, like the first time that I ever really saw too much about a Marvel was in Jason's video. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like it's it's the kind of thing where like people just don't know that much about those types of saws, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I should. You've That's got good, such like yeah. big industrial equipment. It's like why not? You know, like, just share yeah. it with people so they can see it. And then maybe Marvel will send you the next one for free. I hope. That'd be nice. <laughs> that that saw is so sick. Like, it's going to be so nice yeah. to have it working. It's very and cool. The roll, I have, like, 45 feet of, like, rollers. It's, it's yeah. crazy. But I'm excited to get it all working. Um, it's a very cool piece of, ma- piece of machinery. Yeah, nice. I'm lucky I got that one. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the ones you see are just trashed because they're coming out of like a steel fabrication shop, and you know yeah. you're, when you're there's only you know you're, you know it's just going to get smashed when you're lifting a thousand pound beams right next yeah. to it and around it, and you know guys are going to hit it and stuff. So this one was like perfect. So other than this yeah. week, so hopefully this week isn't like <laughs> too bad. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm it could sure be just like... a belt. I hope it is. Yeah. Um, but then. I mean, I reorganized the whole shop. I'm getting ready for some some new things we got to do. I want to make a shipping container, like, office and, like, a break room. My, my new For inside or for outside? For inside. Um, just so... Just just so we could just take it, like, whenever we... You know, if we ever leave or, in, or use it even in the future for, like, a mobile office. Like, if we had a big job that we were mm-hmm. at for a long time, like... You know, you could just put on you a buy an old camper or something. What's that? Buy an old camper or something, or, no. or something that's just a you know, like and got it out or something. Or, well, the, I mean, you get a good the deal thing is, it. I wanna. That's a little, little redneck for me. No, like like uh, you're gonna bring it somewhere, like a mobile, like a like a job. You need site. like well, like they a have job, job site, site yeah, 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 like a job yeah. site trailer. Yeah. yeah. But the problem with that is, I want to stack two containers. Oh. So I was thinking, we were thinking about that. Like, if we could find, like, a nice one, we would get it, because that would be the easiest thing. It's already done. But yeah, you got to get, like, a Cassone, like a like a decommissioned Cassone trailer. 
Yeah. Because if you have to lift a shipping container, I feel like it'll be difficult yeah, to lift saying. it with How all you your gonna, shit in it. Yeah. Well, every, you know, any any time, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't really move it, like, that much, yeah. but if I did, mm-hmm. whatever job I'm bringing it to, if it's a big enough job, it's going to have, like, a lull, like a, like a 12,000-pound lull, like, on-site. Like, yeah, just, yeah. And they have those forklift, like, fork pockets built into the, mm-hmm. the containers, and they're not super heavy. Like, I don't know, but my plan is to have like a break room on the like mm-hmm. first one and a little like kitchen and microwave and, and refrigerator and table so every, and an air conditioner so everyone could eat and have a nice like a nice comfortable break room and then up on top just have an office with a staircase that i could build up to it i'll cut out some windows and um nice just put a desk in there it's the worst it's the worst time to buy a shipping container that's yeah. the problem they're, they're so fucking expensive it's so ridiculous they're that they're literally twice as much money as they were like a mm-hmm. year and a half ago and i think to get i think it was like a totally refurbished one was like five grand it's crazy but it's like yeah. it's i don't want to build all these offices and stuff in this building that's not mine so i could just build everything i need to in these containers and when i leave just take them right mm-hmm. out with me yeah. Um, and then yeah. whenever, whatever I do later, I'll have an office to work out of, like, at all times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the plan with that. That'll be coming soon. And nice. I need to, um, I'm going to rent a Bobcat for, like, a weekend. And we're going to have a couple loads of process dropped off. And I'm going to scrape the little parking area and and, and uh, put some process down, some millings. Um, just because... I can't drive the forklift. Like, it's all dirt and, like, rocks now, and the forklift gets stuck, and it's not, like, weeds grow and stuff. So I want to have a nice parking area. So, I don't know. I mean... Nice, that'll be great. Millings are so cheap. Like, would it make sense if you get a forklift, like, even if you can't find one with, like, really big tires, just to put millings down, like, down in that little... Like in your, in your I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on how it's going to affect, like, the drainage, you know, which I don't think I don't think, think you really have much would. drainage now. Right, I know the ground is so saturated, yeah. but it does—you know—it does suck up. I mean, eventually, it does get the, it does yeah. get the uh, the water. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to depend on whatever machine I wind up getting. You know, like because there's so many yeah. different options, but eventually, I'll wind up with a forklift. Or, you know, um, if I wind up getting the, this this other shop that I'm looking at is you know got all paving, so like I That's wouldn't nice, need yeah. the same forklift for this other shop. So, like, if I do wind up moving, then maybe I'm just renting a, a forklift to get the big stuff out of here, um, yeah. you know, and then I'm not going so crazy buying something that needs to be so altering. I don't know. But uh, the right one will come up. Either either I'll buy one or, or one will come up at an auction or something. But it's just a matter of time. I've got the money, like, sitting in the account, like, waiting to be spent on a forklift. So If you do move, that's the time to get yourself a nice big 3500 so you could tow a trailer because you're gonna have making all well this other shop is like this other shop's like almost walking distance from oh here. really oh yeah um that's, that's so it's not uh like it's not that bad where like i probably could like i don't know i could work a work a couple deals with some people i know that have trailers or even like yeah. a flap like a roll-off you know like even if i asked matt to like see if his boss would like lend him the the flatbed for the weekend or something we could probably move like most of the big stuff yeah. You know, with like a flatbed where we could just pull shit onto it and go down the block. Um, you could get a lot done if the trip between shops is so short. You know, you could move a lot of the big stuff and then the, the small stuff. Um, you know, I think I would rent a liftgate truck 
Oh, yeah. And then just move everything up on a liftgate truck and move it back out. Because when I first moved into the shop, and there's been a couple times, my buddy Mario, he actually recently moved a little further away. But he had just a box truck with a 2,000-pound liftgate. Yeah. And that thing came in such handy every time we needed to move stuff, you know, because you just – there's no lifting, right? You're just dragging shit onto the liftgate, and, and that's it. Mm. So, um, uh, you know, I don't think I would – I don't think I'd be able to use his again just because he's so much further away. Maybe I would, but even if I couldn't, it would be uh, it'd be great to even just rent one and, and use it. But whatever. We'd cross that bridge when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, you could rent – well, back to you don't have a freaking reliable United rentals, but we yeah. rent like a, a state bed, you know, just flatbed truck, like a 26-foot yep. truck with a, with a lift gate on it. Lift mm-hmm. gate, like, yeah, that's what I want to rent from them. It. I never even yeah. tried to use it, but it has one on there. Um, that's what that you guys had upstate Derek yeah, and I was yeah. like that's perfect you know like a 16 yeah. foot stake bed with a lift gate is a great vehicle and I can get one here but it's like what you were saying like I feel like you could just show up and rent one like I yeah. gotta plan it like two weeks in advance and then I could get one you know like I had to tell them like yeah I need I need this exact truck when I get there it can't be like another yeah. flatbed because you know they'll say like oh well you'll get this or something like it it's like well yeah, no, I, I, I need shit. that. I need yeah. that exact vehicle. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to do what I need to do. Yeah, mine is you like know? a hub for all, yeah. all the ones around. It's huge. Like All the other ones are tiny, like in Stanford yeah. and New Haven. They're all like tiny little places. This, this place is massive. They have like mm-hmm. thousands of machines there. Like Yeah, we don't have you'll, that. You'll see like like 100, 100 uh, man lifts just sticking up like as you're driving by. Like, but... I don't know. That is kind of crazy that there isn't a good place because there's just so much construction that goes on around you. It's really weird. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like this. It, it, it's super annoying. Maybe like I couldn't the rent one of those. Business. Right? Those like those hydraulic trailers that you've rented. Like those I've looked into trying to get one of those. There's just no one around that uh, that that has them. You know, have Paul yeah. rent one and come down and help you. Seriously, yeah. well, that's probably the best. You know what? I, I, I gotta say, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to the uh, Instagram community and the people that support me. So after my flood, I must have gotten thirty messages from people saying, "When you move, let me know and I'll come and help." Like that's so, cool. like, and not people that I know, just random people were Dude, like, "You best. gotta get out of there," and when you need to move, you like like. I'll come and help. Like I'll come from Delaware. I'll come from Pennsylvania. Like people just offering to help yep. move. Maybe they all want to rob me. Maybe, Maybe they all plan on coming and just taking like of things of end mills. They do, but um, they'll help move some stuff. But exactly, if they take shit, that'll be less shit for us to move. There you go. But I, you know, I just thought it was so nice people, you know, just like making that kind of offer. Um, so be like, did I? Did somebody steal a Bridgeport? I thought I had five Bridgeports. Yeah, how do I only have there's four only, now? There's only four here, Paul. Yeah. yeah. No, I told that, you what you got to do. amazing. Before you move, is you go around what? everything and put a price tag on everything. Yeah. What you'd be willing to sell it for. Like, just put stupid yeah. numbers on some of the stuff. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if someone buys it, great. It's one less thing you have to move. And then you just get a new one while you're there. Yeah. You just have one of your that, parties that, again. That's you just what have I a say. Put aside the shit you want. Sell yep. all the shit you don't so you don't have to move it. But I know. You know what um, I got this week? I forgot to mention. I got a, um, a new HVLP sprayer. Oh, from oh, uh, Oh, my God, dude. So nice. So nice. 
Is there I a Lexus the sponsor of Derek from Malden? Um, no, or did they you just buy said, that? No, they just they sent it to me, but they right. just said just use it, have some fun with it. You know, the other one was good, but the only issue with the other one, it would always blow air out the front. So after uh, I sprayed uh, something, I go to put it down. <clears throat> excuse me, it would you know kick up dust from the table. But you know that's my fault. I shouldn't be spraying in dusty environments, but. You know, I, I kind of bitched about it, and they reached right out to me, and they said, hey, you know, we can send you a new sprayer if you want to use it. And I said, sure, send it along. And this one, it's a three-stage, I think. It is unbelievable. 25-foot hose, real good quality hose, quick connect fittings. Like, it atomizes the paint, like, unbelievable. And it, it's funny because the job I have coming up I have to go look at uh, next weekend is um, a lady just bought a house local and she has a mud room and she wants me to build some built-ins and uh she had seen the one i did in the fireplace and she says can you can you build me some cabinets i'm like yeah so um i was like this would be great i could spray those you know but Mm -hmm. i tell you it's just nice little sprayer so shout out to erlex yeah 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 i'm happy with it happy with it so excellent yeah yeah so other than that i've done nothing or got (laughs) nothing that's it well, I, I can transition into my pick of the week as I'm scrolling oh, through these drawings. I know it's it's not Tyler. Oh, Tyler's right. video was good, but I got I got to give somebody else some 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 love this week. Tyler Tyler uh, Tyler's my it, my stand in pick of the week. But it, I want to. It's funny because I was going to pick Tyler, but I'm not going to pick Tyler either. I messaged him though. I think that was probably one of his best videos, not like project wise. I just thought it was like shot unbelievably. The yeah. story behind it, just it, the, it was. It, it, he did an unbelievable job with the flies. Good, yeah, good job with the flies, Tyler. He did a great. He did a great job, Tyler. He always does a great job. He, he puts does. so much time he into does. it. You know, he does. It's amazing. Um, so, here's my pick of the week. This guy, his YouTube is Vinny B. Hmm. Vinny B. V i n y B. And he made an airbag trailer, like a drop trailer, and it reminded me when we were talking about that. So recently, the trail, like the video, just went like viral, and and for some reason, like he he doesn't have that many subscribers, and he even acknowledged in his thing, he's like, for some reason, everyone's seeing this trailer video. So he's a mechanical engineer, and he designed and built his own, you know, drop pneumatic trailer that uh, so that he could put his he has a he has a smart car with a Hayabusa engine in it. Um, so he needed a drop trailer that he could pull his Hayabusa smart car onto. So it's got airbags and it's, you know, it's like exactly what I would want in like a utility trailer to like pull shit on and off of. And he, uh, he developed a set of drawings for it. So I commented on his, on his video and I just wrote like, this is a great design, um, you know, and a great project. Like, can't wait for you to make the plans available. Because I was just going to buy the plans from him just to, you know, kind of get an idea. Because I would love to build a tandem axle uh, hydraulic trailer to move machinery around. So he hit me up through my email and said, you know, hey, if you'd be interested in the plans, I'll just send them to you <clears throat> if you're going to make a video about it. So I said, yeah, of course, I would, you know, shout him out and uh, and share his channel with my audience just to try to get him some more promotion and whatever. So he just sent me the plans and I'm looking through them now. They're like incredibly detailed drawings on how to build these this a tandem axle hydraulic drop trailer from scratch, um, and uh, it was really cool. And I think it'll be a really awesome project to do. 
Um, and he has he rates the trailer at five thousand pounds for the tandem axle and because and I've I've read about this when you use those floating axle trailers they tow really really smooth mm-hmm. because each axle is acting independently oh, yeah. so even with a load on them they don't like move like a normal trailer so um, I think it'd be a cool thing to build his he yeah. designed his for a car so it's a lot bigger than the trailer that I think I would build for myself um, but I think to have two axles and you know whatever I build the deck at um, I think it'll be a really cool project and, um, you know, it's something that like I probably couldn't even buy for less than like 10 or $12,000 for a tandem axle hydraulic. They're like over yeah, 10 grand. Are, those are so I feel like if I can get material and build it myself, you know, why not? It'll be a great video and it'll be a fun project. So shout out to Vinny B. I'll put a link to his, uh, his airbag trailer in the show notes. Nice. That's my pick. So it's Vinny with one V. Yeah. I think he's from Quebec. Um, But what was interesting was that there's another company that makes plans like this, but they're all in metric and they don't offer a converted set of plans. So you have to go through and convert them. But his plans are in in inches and millimeters. So if anybody is thinking about downloading them and you work in millimeters, he's got everything on there. um, And uh, they're so, so detailed. Like they're you would you would uh you wouldn't need anything else and he provides all the plasma cut dxf files with the plans oh wow uh-huh. so if you have a plasma table he has all the dxfs for all the brackets that you need included with the drawing so i mean it's really like if you have a plasma table and the ability to cut and weld i think anybody could like build this so uh-huh. um very cool yeah Vinny b all right my pick of the week is going to be garage monkey sand the guy that follows me on Instagram. And Sam? San, S-A-N. Okay. He's got 176 subscribers on YouTube. But this guy, he always comments on my videos, always comments on everything, always has a nice thing to say. And I don't know why, but a video of his came up in my um, recommended. And it was him building a spot welder with a um, microwave. microwave. So I just happened to watch it, right? And he's an older guy. And the story he tells while he's building it was just like, it was just, it was interesting to listen to. It was, he was talking about shop class when he was a kid and how his parents would force them to go to summer school and how, you know, he enjoyed it so much. And like he says, he's just reminiscing as he's building it. And it's just so nice to hear. It was like, you know, it was just a, a, a video about a spot welder. But, you know, he it was very well done. You know, he 3D printed parts for it and stuff like that. And just, um, you know, and I just, I, I went through a bunch of his videos last night and I watched them. And he's just, he's just such a good guy. And, um, you know, I commented on the video and he was happy that I commented hmm. on it. But just, um, you know, what's, check out What's that his one. YouTube channel? It's Garage Mm-hmm. Monkey Sand, S A N, all one word. So G A R A G E M O. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. it was a little hard to find because yeah. you've got the Garage Monkey, yeah. like the oh, famous yeah. Garage Monkey oh, yeah. Garage videos, just oh, like yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. So. You might want to Garage Monkey Sand. You might want to think about changing your YouTube name before it gets bigger, so it makes people easier to find. You. <laughs> just saying. But I am going to link his video in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, no, he's a good guy, and it just um, you know. Then, like I said, it's the one with the spot welder. I watched that one. Yeah, got it. They, I'm looking at it right now. So. That's it. What about you, Pinto? Cool. Um, I listened to 
two podcasts. This comedian Tom Segura has a podcast that he does. He has like multiple podcasts, but he has one that he does on his own called Tom Talks. And he recently had um, he had Damon John from Shark Tank on, and then he had Kevin O'Leary on. Um, they were they were like back to back like episodes, but mm-hmm. it was really interesting to like listen to to them talk about um, you know how they make money and the things they've learned over the years and um you know about shark tank and it, it's just two really interesting podcasts and they're pretty funny too but like one of the things kevin was talking about is um his watch collection which i see that on here which um it, i i figured like you buy watches and it's just like jewelry where like i guess it kind of would appreciate a little bit but it's kind of just like would stay the same i didn't realize that these watches increase in value like crazy especially the highly collectible ones and the super rare ones he has like thousands of watches he said and he stores them all over the world and he has watches made by these super exclusive watchmakers that made a watch just for him that you know, like people haven't even seen he doesn't even let people look at certain watches and he has he knows all the collectors around the world and they won't let people take pictures of some of their watches and Interesting. So they can it's, get like ripped off, maybe I guess if people yeah. see the design. Yeah, or just to crazy. keep it a secret. Yeah, and yeah. he doesn't let anyone know where they're stored. And I he must have just like multiple millions yeah. and millions of dollars uh, of watches. I, but I remember. I not sorry to interrupt, you, but I remember right. years ago the saying um, about them appreciating. A buddy of mine had bought a Rolex. Yeah, and he paid eighteen hundred dollars for it. It was like the base Rolex. Yeah, and um, and. That same exact watch hasn't changed at all. He paid eighteen hundred. I think it's like seventy eight hundred dollars now. That's what for the same saying. Rolex. Yeah, you know? and it's you know obviously inflation and stuff like that. But it's um it's funny. I was watching a video on. I get them every once in a while. It's it's they're always on YouTube. They're titled "Why Is X So Expensive?" Whatever it is, you know, fill mm. in the blank. So one of them was watches, and they weren't overly expensive watches i mean they were like 50 to seventy-five thousand dollars for the cheapest ones yeah but the thing that amazed me was i was thinking like somebody was a seventy-five thousand dollar watch like it's made you know by a couple people you know putting components together these freaking things were on assembly line i go how many people are buying seventy-five thousand? not a huge assembly line but they weren't making five of them what brand it was like i can't i can't think of that i'll find it because the the the, um the youtube channel it was on is um like art insider or something insider it always comes up on my feed as recommended but they'll be like why are you know um you know, why is this so expensive? Why are truffles so expensive? Why is, you know, whatever so expensive? And they'll business showcase insider? that thing. Yeah, it might be business inside. Why Rolex watches are so expensive? No, it wasn't Rolex. It was a uh, different brand. I think it began with like an M. Uh, huh. But I'm like, I was just like astonished. Like that many people buy watches, you know? But yeah. it just, um, we would kill me as like, there's so many good knockoffs. Like, I, I, for a while, I was on this kick watching. I know you all enjoy watches. You should watch these old um, watch restoration videos. Oh. Unbelievable. Like, these guys, like, they take apart these watches, and it's like, you know, it's thousands of dollars to have them, you know, like, cleaned and stuff like that. Like, they take apart every little piece of it, and it's, um, 
it's unbelievable, you know, what goes into a watch, you know, to, to make it and everything like that. It, it's really, really interesting, you know, and um, that's why it's always, it, it was cool to watch um, what got me started with ClickSpring when he made that clock. Like, there was just so many intricate pieces to that thing to, to make that thing run correctly, you know, and mm. um, it, it is, it's really, really interesting stuff, you know. Speaking of watches, do you wear your Apple Watch at all? Me? Yeah. I wear it every day, and I think do today, you? yeah, and I'm and I'm scratching it and ruining it. And today, Max is going back to college, and I was almost considering saying, you know what, here, take this stupid thing. I just uh, use it as a watch. Yeah, I, I wear mine every day too. I I got a screen cover for it. Yeah. And um, I wish I had done that. There, I mean, you can still put one on. I because I, yeah. I got a, I got a matte one because the gloss. I noticed like sometimes it was hard to see the time if it was sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're a pain in the ass to put on because you have to stretch it around the corners. But yeah. it definitely made a difference. And I would notice like I I would scratch it and then I would peel it off and stick a new one on. Yeah. The last time it it peeled off, I didn't put a new one on, and I've had no screen cover for a while. And I'm noticing it's starting to get scratched. Yeah. But it's it's not terrible. It's I mean, you don't really it notice. Break. I always bang yeah. it into my oh, yeah. uh, Midas saw when I'm walking by, mm-hmm. and it's like it's unbelievable. But um, I don't know. I just like yeah. Last night I used it to text somebody for the first time because I was too lazy to get up and get my phone. <laughs> you know, but that was a pain in the ass. But I don't know. It just um, I just uh, I don't know. The battery doesn't like last as long as I Siri. thought the battery would last. Does it last all day? Like mine only yeah, does one day. It lasts one I, day, but it's, the battery yeah. should last a couple days. You would I know. think, like because they're I like, know. oh, it can monitor your sleep, but it's like, yeah, but you fucking get a charge. When you charge it, it like, yeah. yeah, I know. Like, that, I don't like, understand that's that. I don't get. So I don't know. Jerry's so still stupid. out on it. It's kind of does like Jimmy s- wear his, or does he wear? He, um, he has been wearing it. I was gonna say huh. something one time, but I wanted to see if he was wearing it. But he has been wearing it. Does he wear the Rolex and the Apple Watch? Because yeah, yeah. no, he doesn't. No, 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 no. I was but gonna th- say, th- does th- he have th- the th- Apple th- Watch th- on one wrist and the Rolex on the other? <laughs> you know what's funny is the other day I'm at the CNC and I, it vibrates or something. I look at it, see if somebody's calling. And it says you've you've meet your activity goal for the day. I says, what the fuck do I have to set at zero? It's right. like I'm sitting at the CNC all day, and it goes on. It's like I know it, it, you breathed. You know, you you lived past three o'clock. You, mm-hmm. You've exceeded your goal for today, you lazy bastard. It's just, it's just. What was my activity goal? If it's right. if it's doing it while I'm doing nothing, but. <laughs> Mine does that sometimes, like baby you, stuff. But you you met your uh, you met your step count. I'm like, yeah. oh, I haven't done shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. So funny. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Happy yeah, Labor Day, so. everybody! Even yeah. though this is going to come out on Wednesday, hope everybody yeah. had a good weekend. Yeah. And um, I know that upcoming this Friday is the Jimmy Duresta Full Blast podcast episode, oh, highly anticipated, yeah, really looking is forward coming to out on September 10th. This podcast will release on September 8th, um, and I was talking to Jeff about it yesterday, and he said that he said that Jimmy's episode is coming out on the 10th. He said specifically because it's a New York City episode, and it's yeah. 20 years since 9/11 this coming Saturday, which is insane. Uh, that it's been 20 years. Wow. So I hope everybody has a good week. I hope everybody uh, recovered from their flooding. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 